Julie. Welcome to Hey Julie, a podcast about Big Brother. It, the summer's almost over. Big Brother usually ends late September, September 24th, 25th, something around there. We got one mm-hmm. more month left to go. It's Danielle. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. It can't come soon enough. We're not feeling good. We're not feeling... I think the thing is, is previously to this week, we were maybe holding on to some hope that something interesting might happen. (laughs) The problem is, is that, and I said to Brett before we started recording, by the way, I'm Danielle. Oh, hi. (laughs) That's Brett. But we needed to, we need to have a state of the pod, state of the Big Brother season. And here's the thing. It's good. I was optimistic, but I'm also not surprised at how boring it is because there is never a doubt in my mind. There is never a doubt that the final six would be the cookout ever, ever. I knew it was going to be them because they're just so committed. They're a strong. I do it this. I think they're the strongest alliance there's ever been because they're committed to something larger than themselves, which is very cool. I mean, yeah. I think it's like you can't fault them for you certainly can't fault them for it. It's the first season on Big Brother where they have had the ability or potential to do this. So they're following through. And I think that's cool and great for them. On the other hand, as a viewer who watches this show for entertainment, it is never fun, regardless of what the reason for the huge alliance to absolutely dominate. It's never fun to watch. And like, it's not entirely their fault, you know, there's a whole other cast of people who could, I guess, at some point catch on to the fact that there's this big group of people who do not get along. <laughs> well, that's the thing. They don't get along. They don't act like an alliance. So it's like actually very brilliant. Yeah. I mean, that's um, perhaps the most interesting thing. There's 10 people in the house left. We're, you know, we're about to have our second jury member in a few days. There's six people in this alliance. There's four other people. And those four people are completely unaware and powerless. And if anything, are yeah. working with the major alliance. I, I This the feels a bit like every other good. season. <laughs> yeah, I mean... They're just too good. <laughs> your point was, was so, is so smart where it's like the power of this alliance is that some of these people don't really seem to like each other or get along and kind of move and act in ways that uh, ultimately they act in they act to forward the alliance but you have this Aza Derek F contingent who are yeah. they don't really do anything mm-hmm. they emotionally are on a different level than I would say Kylan Tiffany and Xavier who are probably what we might say the strongest three people yeah. And then you have Hannah, who's kind of, she's a bit of a wild card. She doesn't spend, she's very tight with Tiffany, but she kind of doesn't, doesn't seem like she's super in with the rest of the people. She's obviously yeah. very tight with Derek X. Uh, I mean, I, I was just looking, I was like, can you just wake me up in a month when we get to these six I, people? Exactly. About in a month, that- the, the finale is going to happen. So maybe we're going to have a double eviction or two. Coming up here, it seems like the season's almost over, time-wise. Here's what I've seen online, and people aren't happy about this, and I'm if this is true, this also does not seem to make sense to me. It looks like they're going to do another triple eviction, but they're going to do it to get down to four. So they're going to do it from seven to four, which means we'll miss, like, 
the most interesting part of this whole season has been seeing cracks start to form. And I think every week people get themselves all excited, like, ooh, there are cracks. Maybe there'll be splinters and maybe there'll be a big breakthrough, right? It doesn't happen. The cracks are like very expertly cemented over by X or um, like whoever else. And we don't actually see anything happen. Once they get to final six, that's when we'll we'll actually see. But we're not going to see any of that. No, that's going to happen in the course of nine days. And they're going to have their like little champagne breakfast. Oh, remember when this happened? Yeah. Remember when that happened? Yeah. So another another season goes by and ultimately, I don't know. I think people are going to feel disappointed. I think there's going to be more of a positive recollection of this season just because the main power alliance that dominates isn't full of people who have some thoughts about like <laughs> crisis actors or whatever. Well, but <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing is that you, I, like I said earlier, you really can't fault them. Like, yeah, they, they're, they're, the this alliance and the fact that the other people in the house are just not aware and they're being played so well makes for a very boring season. But also, like, if I was in the cookout, I would not want to be the one who, at fi- even at final eight or whatever, turns against the cookout for my own self-interest. Like, that is not the thing. Yeah, I mean... You, it just, you... It's bigger than Big Brother, you know, what they're trying to do. I mean, and you've been saying this every week, like, oh, it's the final six is going to be cookout. And I'm like, no, it's someone's, it's always happens. Someone always takes a shot within the Alliance before we can get to the end of the Alliance. We saw it in the most recent season of Big Brother Canada, where the actual like showmans at the head of the Alliance took a shot at each other, (laughs) you know, because it was more advantageous, uh, you know, to their individual games. Uh, So, Yeah, I mean, I don't know. So, like, I don't know. It feels like I I don't really, I don't listen to any other Big Brother podcasts, but I follow some Big Brother people, and everyone's kind of like, all right. I mean, the wackiest thing is, is there's this, this cloud over everyone's head this week about Big Brother, and someone from the cookout isn't even the head of households. (laughs) It's the Sarah Beth one, but we know that Sarah Beth is just a Kylan puppet, and Kylan is the worst, is like the worst, is like Jeff Dunham. It's like, oh, oh, here he comes with his little puppets again. Here's the thing with any non-cookout person who if if Alyssa had won, which she almost did, it would have been controlled by Xavier. If Derek X had won, it would have been controlled by Tiffany. Yeah. If Claire had won, it would have been controlled by like it was never going to be. It's it was always going to be the way it is like. There was just no room for deviation. The non-cookout people are so enmeshed and truly are such true believers in their allies that they think that, I mean, it must, it's going to be a real mindfuck for them when they get out of the house and it's all revealed to them. But the yeah, it's just like, it's very boring. It's inevitable. I hope that once we get to final six, there's something actually interesting that happens because within the final six, I have people I'm rooting for and rooting against, right? Like I do not want Kylan to win. I do not want Xavier to win. I want Derek F to win. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Why? He's so, I don't know. He's like, no. Obviously I want Tiffany to win. Obviously. Yeah, I I think so too. Kylan has been, Kylan has just been on one. Like, 
just week two of of the Kylan HOH. It's it's. I've been trying to watch more feeds, and he is he yeah. is unbearable. He is unbearable. unbearable. There is it, this whole... TikTok that I think I might have shared from our account, like when he won HOH the first time. I'm not going back like a, a month into our account, but there's this funny TikTok from like a few months ago where someone was just making fun of the way people talk on podcasts. And it's mm-hmm. all just like, all right, so I think we really need to have a conversation. And and when I say this, I, I really want to speak personally because it's really important. And, and this person just goes on and on and says all these uh, setup things without actually yeah. saying what the hell they're talking about. And that's what Kylan does constantly. He sits down like at the chessboard or every room and he gets people to sit around him and he just, all right, I really want to talk about this thing. And, and uh, you know, I think it's just great to start a conversation because like a conversation is, is about, about this thing, about communication is a thing that we, we really <laughs> should just be on the same level about. And, and I know you feel this and I know you feel this and, and it's really just about a dialogue really. And it's just like, shut the fuck up. Just say what you're going to yeah. say. Yeah. And it's, that's what he does constantly. I couldn't handle it. I don't know. Like, I don't know how anyone handles it because you know, someone like Xavier is pretty straight and air. Like he dances around things in a lawyerly way, but he also isn't as it's just, it's pontificating for the sake of like saying words. So I saw a tweet that said that Kylan speaks the way like a student writes a paper where they only have 20 (laughs) words, but they know they need 1500. (laughs) And it's like, that's what it's like. I'm going to spend the last hour before it's due uh, highlighting every period and making it a size 13 font. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, there couldn't have been. And you know, I actually went to sleep slightly optimistic Thursday night because I was like, hopeful that Sarah Bath would at least turn into a villain where she would suddenly be like, fuck you, Kylan. You don't tell me. You don't run she's, my HOH. Exactly. And she's she's really smart, too. You know, it was like, we don't have any dum-dums in the house. Like, Sarah Bath right. is really a smart person, a smart player, I mean, we think. But, you know, it's like, and she's going to be, she's going to be the next to, she's going to be the next to go if, if, Kylan doesn't win HOH again. I mean, after this week. So like it doesn't even um, the thing about the four non-cookout people who are left. So we got Claire, Derek X, Sarah Beth and Alyssa. I'm just like, it doesn't matter. They're all going to go. Who cares when and how really? Who cares? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like the most interesting thing will be it's like, all right, there's okay, just Alyssa left and maybe Xavier's up against her because someone has to be nominated. Like, yeah. That's gonna be that's gonna be the closest we have to any sort of drama in the next month. Is like, all right, at final seven, if there's a pretty big target up there, like a Xavier or a Tiffany, will the rest of the cookout take the shot for like that single week while they can? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. No, <laughs> I think they're just gonna they're gonna. Stand by the plan and then all bets. And then what well, What really will suck and what I'm kind of thinking is going to happen is they get to final six and freaking Kai and Xavier just trade off HOHs. And then you're looking at Derek F, Xavier and Kyle and final three. And it feels and like Tiffany boring. would be the only like those three would be the only people who even play like. It's like, yeah. all right, Derek F and Alza go up and they're just like, all right, well, one of us has to go. Whichever one you feel like, we're yeah, not going to exactly. campaign against each other. It's yeah. Like, 
so much of that has happened this season. Like, thank God for Christian and Britt. They they fought. They tried. <laughs> I mean, but so yeah, so much non just non playing in the early part of this season, which has led to yeah this so much playing. Like you, I definitely hand it to them. The cookout, other than Aza and Derek F, are working their ass off. I mean, they really are. They're keeping people in line. They're spinning their webs. Like, they're playing the game. It's it's impressive. It's just so boring. Like, how do we fix... Like, because this has happened several times, too. It doesn't bother me as much with this season because, like I said, it's the cookout. They're playing for something bigger, and it's the first... Po- season where it was possible for black contestants to be able to do this. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm kind of rooting for them, obviously, but like big groups, it's happened before and it's sucked. <laughs> and I just don't, lo- it's not interesting to watch. I like everybody in the house. I'm going to be stoked yeah. when one of these people win. I think Kyland is just like, like a, fucking cheese grater to the face just listening to him yeah. and i and i don't think derek f and aza like are playing as much as everybody else i mean but at the same time it's like i don't know is sarah beth playing anymore at this point not really she well, just got here's... kylan's hand up her butt like Alyssa is Alyssa's kind of floating around and she's she's almost won a couple competitions and even yeah. you know just backing up to this last week there was because she won a veto and Kyla won a veto. And there was some, there was obviously some sort of planning as to who was going to use the veto to remove Claire and put up Brittany. And I forgot exactly because we're casuals, like, because <laughs> it wasn't on the show and I was just kind of yeah. reading through, but like, she didn't even ha- use the veto last week. It was Kylan who, who wanted to use his bonus veto to sort of make the move to get out Brittany, who's, you know, as Tiffany notes. Huge, huge competitor. <laughs> she is the queen on the chessboard. <laughs> and I and like the thing I'll say about Derek F and Aza is they might not they might not bring any value to the gameplay in terms of strategy or comp wins, but they bring a lot in terms of heart. And you know oh. what? That's sometimes more important. Absolutely. And in terms of like falling down and like <laughs> <laughs> in a funny <laughs> way great. Like, but i i mean i but even then but even then that's sort of just like hanging out on the bottom like being the less strategic side of a of a powerful alliance like that's a strategy to win the game and i and you know if Derek f wins or aza wins i'm you know i'm not going to be depending on who i'm not going to be ultimately too surprised but i you know i i think other people are, are are making the case for for a bigger win, like, and we'll see how some of these uh you know comps play at the end. It's just, yeah. Well, overall, like, it, it just seems boring right now. And then to your point, like we might be losing the the most <laughs> the most exciting period in this game due to producer scheduling stuff. Yeah, where we're gonna do issues. a triple eviction. Just yeah. do it. I wish the triple eviction was next week. Just get rid of all the non cookout people. I mean, wait, but what we were just on does tie into one of the questions we got. Yeah. So might as well just hit that one out of the park here. 
It's from very lovely LJ. Which member of the cookout do you want to win? And which one do you think will win? If you think the cookout will be final too. 100% the cookout will be final too. Yeah. Um, and then who I want to win. I want to. I. She was my preseason pick. I still like her. I still think she's really, really a great player. And I would love to see her actually in another season. I wouldn't mind her coming back. Tiffany. Yeah, I think it's Tiffany. Yeah, Tiffany's off is who I would really love to win. But I'm getting nervous for her at this point because yeah. for two reasons. One, I as we mentioned, I think it was last week's episode or maybe the week before, I think she's doing circles around many of the other members of the cookout in terms of her strat- strategy. And she, you know, she came up with that sort of like cookout and pawn plan like she's just she's really good communicator and she's a really good social player but she's almost too um she almost advertises like her strategy too much in a way where it's like i can just see somewhere in the final six people like i just want to get rid of her because she's such a strong like strategic player yeah so there's that which i think is is a possible achilles heel for her like almost being so good that people know that they they want to take a shot at her and the second we're halfway through this game comp wins Mm -hmm. i she hasn't won any and maybe she She will she won one of the wild cards. <laughs> oh, was that the one with the cards? With the, like they had to count to thirteen with the cards, and then they I they got think Brittany. So. Yeah, and then she yeah she didn't, yeah, so, yeah yeah so she I apologize so she did win one, um but but it's you know forgettable I, yeah so the, my answer to the second half of the question I I think it's Xavier or or yeah. Kyland because like these guys have one or two hohs a piece now I mean count Sarah Beth it's three hohs for mm-hmm. for Kyland. You know, so I, I just think a lot of, in the end, it's like, all right, how many videos do you got? How many HOHs do you, do you got these, um, these like side competitions, whether they're the roulette high rollers thing or the wild card, they're like bronze medals. And I don't think yeah, 100%. Uh, Tiffany has like much hardware, like gold hardware. There's also something we need to consider, which is that the cookout is going to be they're going to be the majority of jury votes, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's really like, that's another thing is that these people, I think it's fair to say the people in the cookout, I think for the most part, like and get along with the people not in the cookout more than the cookout. Like I think Xavier much prefers hanging out with Alyssa because I think he's got a little thing for her than anyone in the cookout i think that i think tiff much reverse Derek x much reverse much reverse christian claire than anyone in the cookout um so it's like the jury management is also going to be really important once we get to final six because they're going to be the ones voting and that'll be the weirdest thing is if one of them doesn't somehow take along a non cookout, like all the way to final two is like, right. how, how is the cookout going to decide internally who wins of the two of them? Say it's Xavier and Kyland. Like, yeah. If it's just Xavier, that's five votes right there. You win. Congratulations. Yeah. You know, so, like, wouldn't you, wouldn't you as a cookout member want to not take a cookout member to final <laughs> two, because then you are guaranteed the win. Right. Yeah. But they're just not, they're just not self-interested enough until they get to final six. They're just not. 
Xavier's so got some I, billable hours this summer. He yeah, needs this, to make up for though. He could be charging four hundred dollars an hour, but he's not. This is all to say I agree with you. I actually think if it was down, because Kai has a strong case, and yeah, Xavier. But I think Xavier at least. I think he's pissed everyone else off the least. Like Tiffany's had her issues. She's had fights with yeah. people. She's not made her feelings uh, shy, uh, unknown to people when she's upset. Whereas, and people get pissed off by Kylan too. They like, cause he's annoying. Oh yeah, no, they do. No, they do. People don't like, people are fucking annoyed by, people feel the yeah. same exact way. What we've said about him, all the other house guests other than Sarah yeah. Beth and, and Sarah Beth is like, oh, but he knows all the seasons of Buffy so well. We can just <laughs> stay up for hours and Whereas, talk about Comic-Con. Yeah, Xavier has not had beef with anyone, has he? He hasn't had any issues. So, that alone gives him an edge. No, yeah, very boring. I, so I would say, you know, I mean, I would say just of the two that I named, I'd say Xavier is the, is the favorite. Yeah. So we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna see what happens. I think that production also misplayed by this new twist. Because it's very yeah. confusing. <laughs> I literally wrote, these rules are so fucking complicated in my notes. It's I, I, so complicated. <sighs> and like, this is what really, you know, I, I think I tweeted at one point that I'm going to become the Joker because of something <laughs> <laughs> during this season. But you know what I'm actually going to become or what I already have become? A total filthy casual. And I think these rules and like the acceptance I knew long ago, deep in my heart, I was like, cookout's way too strong. They're just going to bulldoze. There's no point. Like, just get these people out of here and let's get to final six. But now I know that for certain. And then the addition of this fucking twist, which really has served nothing. It's like every other twist they had because... People aren't really doing it the way they should. <laughs> no, and then no. Like, even the most powerful one it comes down to a coin flip. <sighs> yeah, it's the most so, powerful it's so one. Bad. It's like I don't know. Even the producers are like, "Well, there's a fifty percent chance that or like something interesting will happen." I'm gonna leave it up to fucking Rosencrantz and Guildenstern fucking <laughs> flipping coins here. Like, I, I don't know. And it's so complicated, and and it's so repetitive too with Big Brother. It's like. Okay, I walk into the room and it's a casino <laughs> and there's this here and there's that there and there's a craps table and there's a blackjack table. Okay, here are the rules. If I get $100, I have to spend it on this and I have to throw the mint juleps down the thing and then I get one week of veto. And then it's like, and then another person comes in and says the same exact thing. And, and I, I still don't understand. a genius, still don't <laughs> understand the fucking rules. <laughs> yeah, I'm still, and I, you know, I try to read little recaps because i'm not watching feeds really anymore because like there's nothing to like there's i no do point. a little bit but then they go to kylan and... yeah but i <laughs> i try to read little recaps to see like all right who won and what does it mean and who got how much money and what what the hell is the prize again you know and it's just like so convoluted no one understands no one can clearly say what this is i think that the new twist is what caused julie to absolutely short circuit on thursday can we just take a minute? Julie oh, was Julie's brain <laughs> melted during that show. Is it hot in LA? Because she short circuited. Yeah, it's she summer. I mean, reboot. it's not the hottest summer in LA, but 
you know. Someone needed to take the cartridge out of Julie, shake it, blow in it, and stick it back in. I apologize. What ha- what happened? Did I miss something? She just, it was, I mean, where do I begin? Okay. She tripped over every word. Oh. <laughs> she called, she, she was yeah, like, she's a casual. trying to be she- cute. She was trying to be cute with Brittany. And, like, I guess they call her Brittini on the show. So she called her Brittini. Yeah, like went, Derek F was like, that's like DF's nickname for her. Yeah. But then she like, trying to be cute caused her to trip over the rest of her script. <laughs> and it, it just kept happening throughout the show. She kept tripping over words. She couldn't get anything out right. It was just a very... Um, blooper filled <laughs> shows you how much I was episode. paying attention okay well I just you know it was not Julie's best I mean she didn't be best it's not our best because we didn't even talk about the thing that we normally talk about when it comes to Julie well you tweeted something kind of incredible about yeah. this outfit did you feel and the same way I do or feel when the you same saw way. this or you saw my tweet were you just like fucking the end of fucking usual suspects, like putting it all together? <laughs> I I don't have proof, but I. I mean, if you have Paramount outfit, Plus, you can you can yeah that's you can true. find it. But I have so, Paramount Plus. I'm not going back. This outfit was a high necked like mock turtle neck, let's say, sleeveless black swishy dress with some boucles on the neck. Boucles. <laughs> it was fine, fun, flirty, sure. But I couldn't shake the feeling. Brett tweeted that he'd seen this dress before. That he believed yeah. that this dress was an outfit repeat. Not not when I get invited to the CBS Christmas party. Me Julie Chen Moonves, Drew Carey, the cast of FBI. You know, I'm always invited to all the Hollywood parties. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's his name? Dan Harmon? Matt? Who, who, oh, yeah. The guy, the guy from CSI? No, NCIS? I, oh. I'm down with all the CISs. <laughs> yeah, CIS. <laughs> <laughs> but... This dress was familiar. Despite, I thought it was cute, but you were right. It felt stale. It felt like Mark I'd Harmon. seen it before. Mark Harmon, yeah. <laughs> NCIS. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have not seen it. I've like, seen this on television. Okay, and we need to. <laughs> what? There's this clip of NCIS that we need to take a minute to talk about. All right, okay. So in NCIS, <laughs> <laughs> which I don't even know, I don't even know what NCIS stands for. Like it's what is Naval <laughs> Crime Intelligence Committee? Okay, Naval well, so Criminal <laughs> In- Investigative <laughs> Service. So they're just trying to catch criminals at sea. Like what? Is- I don't know. But so yeah, part of the show. is like yeah mark Harmon is the boss and his name is like gibbs i know that oh god and then there's the hacker leroy jethro gibbs (laughs) i'm on the i'm on the ncis wiki (laughs) and then there's the hacker played by polly perrette yes (laughs) what's her name what's her character's name abby shudo 
Okay. So I have a funny thing. We're we're gonna stop. We're we're going off the rails. <laughs> we have to. We're taking a train to space. We're putting a rocket on a train, and the train is gonna lift off of the rails and go to space. Okay. So I have a, my cousin Lauren, who I adore dearly, is she's like she's got she she's got a she's got like more of a uh a. I wouldn't say punk. She's got more of an alternative vibe to her. She's got lots of tattoos and piercings. She's great. I she's <laughs> she's fantastic. But the bane of her fucking existence <laughs> is that everywhere she goes, just because she's like has tattoos and piercings, <laughs> and she's not even fucking crazy or whatever. But like they're like, you look like that girl from NCIS. <laughs> Normal <laughs> Americans love NCIS and they think do. Polly Peretti is like the wildest fucking mm. punk in the world. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Polly Perrette has so much money from being on this fucking show. They all do. She's I mean, the idea of what normal Americans are like, that's a scary punk right there. Yeah, that's a hacker. That that's is a, hacker. a hacker. They got, they got black hair. They got, yeah. a, they got a bracelet on. She is Anyways. the girl with the dragon tattoo to most oh, of America. Yeah. But so there is a scene that people need to look up, which is the hacking scene from NCIS. And it basically, so they're in, I don't know, the naval whatever office and Polly Perrette's at a little computer and oops, something pops up. Oh no, we're being hacked. And they're like, oh shit, it's a really good hacker. And she like tries to do all the stuff to stop the hacking. And then this other guy, comes over and they both on the same keyboard start typing <laughs> two people <laughs> one keyboard start typing like anti-hacking code or whatever and it's like oh shit this hacker's too good it's not working and fucking Gibbs Mark Harmon Gibbs Leroy comes Gibbs in, <laughs> comes in and you know what he does this fucking badass what does he do he unplugs the computer that shows that's such a like oh my god that's such a like <laughs> real america thing where it's like <laughs> can't get you if the computer's not on that's such a commercial oh. for like a car where it's like you have all these like nerdy fucking people <laughs> with like tattoos that city folk and they're like they're out in the middle of nowhere and it's like they're trying to like <laughs> put the gas they're trying to put the gas nozzle in their tesla and they're like um it won't work bro and then some guy like steps out it's like mine takes fucking diesel and it's like uh-huh i got you buy this truck 100 it really it really is and it's like like you know boomers won't get hacked because we just unplug our computers the old-fashioned American way. It's Boomers so won't get good. hacked. My Facebook password <laughs> is my name. It's so good. Um, I don't know what took us down this path, but I'm so uh, glad we did. How do we get? Oh, oh, because I said I go to CBS holiday parties. Oh, yeah. I started listing <laughs> the names of CBS. I have not been to a CBS holiday. I've never even been invited. <laughs> Uh, oh, so no. this dress, it feels like yeah. a repeat. Hey, Julie Chen Moonves is on television. I mean, I don't know if she's on the the, the chalk, the chew, the ch chatting it up, the View, not the View. No, the she's on not ABC. on it anymore. Whatever the hell 
the CBS version of The View was. Yeah. She's on television every day for a decade, right? You're yeah. going to have some repeats, but I don't know. I feel it's obviously harder for a woman because it's easier to spot the repeats, right? Like if a, mm. a man has 10 suits and like, yeah. they, you know, you just got different combinations of shirts and ties. Yeah. You know, I'm sure, I'm sure Dave Letterman's wore the same suit on television several before times. several yeah. times. Uh, but I don't know. Like, don't, don't you get free dresses and stuff? Like at the end of the show, isn't yeah. there like a, Oh, you know, costume or like dress provided by whatever designer or whatever company that wants like the free publicity of of a free dress. The the energy of the episode of the house of the set of the season of Julie Chen that night was just very off. And so that's why I it wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like her stylist also had an off night and was like, oh, just wear this one from season 13. <laughs> I cannot confirm or deny. But regardless, I have to give this dress a knot. Because the energy was off. It was off for me. I'm really uh I'm really like biased by my like people can wear whatever they want i mean maybe not because mm -hmm. i've complained about how people dress on the show many times <laughs> on this on these very po podcast <laughs> bits on these very ones and zeros you know because it, it's a cute dress it's if, cute. I saw, if i saw her at a holiday party i'd be like oh who's that it's julie chen Moonbiz. she's worth billions i tell you mm -hmm. um i'm gonna give it a hot i'm gonna give it a hot just to bring a little bit of you know, combative energy into this show where everyone wants to yeah. be friends with each other. Yeah. I don't like, speaking of that, <laughs> I have to say, this has happened, I think, every time someone's gone on the block this season as a pawn. I really hate how people just accept it and are like, if that's what's good for your game, I find that very annoying. I'm very it's, frustrated. The word your personal game or my personal game is should be banned. This this reminded me. Isn't there a rule against telling the nominees who the nominees are? Um I feel yeah. like in previous seasons. Yeah, that sounds familiar. And it was kind of frustrating, but now every time someone's getting nominated, it's like, oh, oh Kylan's like. Get Sarah Beth to tell Brittany that she's going up. Like, so then yeah. we don't have the drama of the person reacting in the, yeah, in the, in the, uh, you know, ceremony or flipping out afterwards. It all happens 10 minutes before, and then they have to restructure the episode. This has been it's going very on. Anticlimactic. All, yeah, no, and, and even just this week in the episodes that haven't even aired yet, like just watching Sarah Beth's one on ones and feeds and, you know, Everybody's like, please tell me before the ceremony. And why? Don't, why? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it's part of a larger thing, which I was kind of liking it at first. I was like, oh, wow. Everyone here is like a good sport. They all realize it's just a game and that's great because it is. It's just a stupid show that we watch in the summer and podcast about. But I'm just sick and tired. Of no one yes. taking this shit a little bit personally. 
you know, of no one being like, you know what? Fuck Christian or fuck Derek X or fuck Tiffany. She's just screwed me out of 750 thousand american dollars i was going to wear the most elaborate costume at comic-con ever ever created <laughs> now There's i'm not nothing now i gotta go back nothing. to telling the cops where the heroin is yeah it's just like it's i miss i went back and started watching because someone put someone tweeted or posted like some of the fights from big brother i think 11 the one with jeff and jordan Okay, so I watched the clip and it got me really excited. So I went back and actually walked because I was like, there's no way this whole season was as good as this clip. And I went back and legitimately from pretty much episode two, there's a fight every episode. And it's so good. It's incredibly good. You asked this question towards the top of the episode. We've gone many places. places. We've gone to the naval Criminal Investigative Service. Investigative <laughs> yeah. Service. Investigative. Mm-hmm. Investigative. Investigative Service. We need to cast fucking 16 completely unhinged people next season. <laughs> I don't we care. Need- I don't care. We need people who take everything extremely personally, who yeah. have never seen this show, and, you know, tell them that, like, their life depends on it. <laughs> well, Show a picture of their loved one like in a basement with a bandana around their eyes and the every, newspaper. <laughs> every season, freaking losers online are like, oh, these are just recruits. These are just hot people. I'm sure we've said this at one point yeah. or another. <laughs> well, but when like, it works for what? our arguments, yes. Yeah. And when it doesn't, <laughs> no. Guess what? This season has the most super fans, I think, of any season. And it's boring as shit because the super fans know that if they act up, the freaking Twitter is going to eat them alive. So instead, even Frenchie knew that. So instead, we're getting boring ass gameplay. People saying like, if you need to use me as a pawn, that benefits your personal game. I get it. If you guys need to vote me out, you know, if that's good for your personal game, I get it. Yeah, I can't wait to see you guys at like the whatever like reality show convention. It sucks. I I don't respect it. I don't enjoy it. We that was the thing that really is the thing about Big Brother 11. And I think why people just must have loved Jordan and Jeff, because they were truly the only normal people. No, Kevin, too. Kevin was pretty normal. In a household of absolutely unhinged psychopaths that like lost their temper at anything, at a, anything, and were pro- dangerous to be around. Frankly, I would not want to be in a house with Russell. But but <laughs> <laughs> but how compelling! How great to watch! I have an idea. Yes, Danielle, tell me if this is true. You cannot cancel what has already been canceled. So true. So true. We have to get 16 people who are what have 100% been canceled already. I mean, maybe that's why they should just do Celebrity Big Brother. But like, Mm -hmm. get 16 people who, when we announce the cast, anyone does a cursory lookup of their Instagram is like, whoa, this guy, he said some horrible fucking shit. (laughs) Whoa. 
We need to get 16 people. <laughs> Horrible people. Who ha- who are the the lowest of the low of society who are not yeah. redeemable and put them in this in this house because everyone's too nice. Everyone loves each other. Everyone wants to be friends. Everyone's like Everyone's afraid yeah. of being canceled. And that's fine. <laughs> don't get canceled. I don't want to get canceled. Yeah. No. I can't be canceled because no one knows who I am. <laughs> just get just get just some fucking just the dregs of society and just just I don't know. Make the show more <laughs> I don't know. Just make it more of like a a, a like destruction. What's it what's it called? A a destruction derby? What's it where the, all the cars crash into like each monster other? Monster truck rally? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to get into a monster truck rally. That's fine. It needs something. It definitely needs something. I think if we had that, we probably wouldn't like it either. <laughs> no, no. We would complain about that. Like, who are these pretty people? Much, pretty much what season 19 was. <laughs> these fucking monsters? <laughs> yeah. But, but there has to be some sort of happy medium. Like... And granted, I, did, I obviously did not watch the feeds of Big Brother 11. I haven't even seen the whole season. I'm just watching a couple episodes. But, like, that's what makes it so easy to have, like, your heroes and villains is that some people... And here's what I will say for at least Russell, who to me seems like the biggest villain so far, is that he screams at people, he yells at them, he is horrible. Then he gets to the DR and he's like, this is my strategy. He's like, I don't actually have beef with any of these. And it's like... I think that's fun, <laughs> to be honest. Like, to me, that's fun. That's just good, fun gameplay. That's what I, yeah. I, we <laughs> love when someone goes into the diary and says, like, what they're actually thinking or, like, that the fight that they just caused, they didn't actually really mean, you yeah. know, like, you know, or, you know, th- they, they, you know, lit the spark so two other people could fight. That's it's, great. Oh, yeah. And I don't that, know. Yeah, that's None of that's true. happening that's this ready. year. None of that's happening this year. The only person who could do that. You know where he is? He's napping on the fucking Shay's Lounge. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's nothing fun. Like, nothing's really lighting Derek F. up. Derek F. could do it. Aza could do it. They've broached it. Tiffany could do it. They've broached it, honestly, with Tiffany. But then freaking X comes out and mediates and says, I'm going to charge you $400 an hour for this if you keep acting up. And then everyone goes back to their corners. Oh, we're going to have to take this into discovery. Can we, uh, Your Honor, can we get an <laughs> extension on this? All right, next so, June is the earliest court date. Okay. So it's tough. It's tough. I My recommendation, because I'm actually seeing a lot of people online turning against this season and realizing what you and I, I believe, realized a couple of weeks ago, which is that it's inevitable that the it, final six is all but decided. My recommendation for everyone is to become a casual because... Then you just are entertained by the snazzy editing of the show. Who cares what's going on in the feeds? None of it matters. None of it matters right now. It doesn't matter if, oh, Claire has a sudden inkling that maybe there's a bigger alliance at play. It doesn't matter. She's powerless. She can't win a comp. She can't do anything about it. So it doesn't matter. So just, and if if it is a moment that matters at all, they'll put it in the, in the edited show, okay? So... If you're feeling sad and down about this season, just switch to being a casual till final six and we'll meet you there. Could the show benefit from not having the feeds? No. <laughs> no, no, no. Absolutely right. not. No, and, sorry, second part. And there were 
a cre- there were an overhaul of the creative team behind the show just in terms yes. of like we've been watching the same competitions cut the same exact way with I walk into the backyard and there's Otev by the way <laughs> by the way yeah <clears throat> I have the floor here why do people like Otev? Why do people go crazy for it? Like the fucking Plinko thing is coming out. Yeah. Why is Otev the Plinko? The Plinko I'll tell thing. You why. It's I'll not tell that you. good of a competition. I have a theory about this because I agree. Whenever this, whenever there's talk of it being Otev, whenever it's confirmed, Otev, people freaking out like they're going to Disneyland. Yeah. Well, that ties into it. I believe that people want to feel like children again. And Otev, and same for Otev and Zingbot, are two things from this show that have remained consistent since our childhoods watching this show. So for a brief moment in time, people are transported back to being, you know, 13 years old at home, no school, just had burgers on the grill and your family is all happy and you're watching Big Brother together and Janelle has a great win and you're like, yay, we were rooting for Janelle. Otev rules. That's why people like Otev. I believe it's strictly nostalgia. Well, it's sucks. It sucks. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. We need some new classics. I mean, we had a couple new comps this season I thought that were fun. I liked, honestly, I liked this HOH comp because it was fucking quick and it was hilarious because there was the threat of people falling. Oh, yeah, that one was great. The balance one. The balance one. one. Going back to uh, the previous week's HOH where Kylan won, um, you know, they were asking these questions. There were these kind of songs about previous competitions. There were two competitions this year that involved rolling a ball down a fake oversized drink. Yeah. yeah what are what? we doing here? There was the <laughs> one where like it was the the it was like a I guess it wasn't a martini. It was like some sort of like mixed drinks in a Collins glass that Derek X won. And then there was the one where they had to roll the olive down the martini. And they're singing songs about it. Maybe they did two of the same ones to confuse people for this very competition. Or maybe we're just running out of ideas. And they're like, I don't know. Let's roll. Uh, they need to roll a ball down something. Oh, this will be an oversized drink from a bar. I did not get that comp. I would have been like Tiffany just standing there being like, what's the answer? (laughs) I, I, even as they were playing it, I was like, huh? I don't get it. Um, yeah. Um, it's just been, it's just been tough because it used to be like, there was a little bit of suspense until veto, like until veto was played. We don't even know who's won the veto. No, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because... <laughs> it just doesn't even matter at all. Yeah. So there's just no suspense like whatsoever. And that is a little tough, I must say. Danielle, we have not talked about... Uh, I mean, a little bit. We've talked about everybody. But we have not... We need to say properly say goodbye to the pride of Niagara Falls, New York. <laughs> the Karate Queen. So true. Brittany. Very true. You know, I watched a clip on Big Brother's official Twitter account today where 
the <laughs> contestants were saying their secret uh, talents or their hidden talents. And everyone has some dumb shit talent. Like they can, like Sarah Best was like, I can touch my nose with my tongue. And Whitney's was like, I can wiggle my nose. You know what Britney's secret talent is? She has perfect pitch. Do you know how rare and amazing that is? That is an actually awesome thing. I am so jealous. That is, it's so cool to have perfect pitch. And like, they couldn't even get her to show it off or do anything, which kind of annoyed me. But it's just because it's like, Britney to me was consistently surprising in how much I liked her. And that clip was another example of that. I We wrote her off at the, at, well, we were like, we were always like, this is too much. This girl's too much. We can't handle it. She proved to consistently be too much. And yet there was something so endearing about her. I really liked her. I give her full snaps. Um, she's a, she was a good house guest. I liked her. Good for Brittany. I don't feel the same way. I, she's not a bad person. I don't mean to say she's a bad person. I mean, no, I don't, of course. I would never dislike her. I just, and th- we have this person every year. And I feel like I've said this on other episodes where it's like the person who's just like way too fucking enthusiastic about being there drives me. Absolutely. I hate enthusiastic people. Yeah. I, and I don't like enthusiasm them. in life. I don't like people who are <laughs> like, rah, rah, let's go. Yeah, yeah. go. It's just. Can you believe we're friends? Because <laughs> I'm like that in life. <laughs> I don't know. But like, well, I get enthusiastic about things, but it's just like, yeah. you know, Julie says the twist, and like, you have 11 people who are like kind of silently considering what's going on. And then you have the one person who's like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> or like, you walk out into the backyard and it looks like a cruise ship. And you got 12 people who are like, okay, whoa, whoa. And you have the one person who's like, whoa. <laughs> Whoa, I'm, I can't believe I'm still in Studio City. Yeah. They need was, it. It's annoying. It's annoying Every to me. I'm it. a grouch. I'm a grump. She's a beautiful, amazing person. Gonna, I wish her all the success in her life, teaching yeah. kids, kicking yeah. ass, whatever. I just, I don't know. And then like, she'd go into the dumps and be like so pissed off and so upset. She calls Kylan a bitch in my, my <laughs> words, her words. Love it. In the DR session. And then like, she doesn't really campaign in that much. And then she's just like, Hey guys, I'm getting voted out today. Yeah. I will see you another day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Whatever. Like I, I, I'm consistent in this. Whoever the most enthusiastic person is when it comes to like Yes, you are that stuff. It's just it just annoys me. Yeah. I, I it is a pattern. And I don't have the same aversion. I like them. Um and I liked Brittany. I can't say the same. Honestly, it looks like this week it's gonna be either Claire or Derek X going home. I don't think that's a spoiler. Honestly, I haven't even seen, you know, they haven't played video. They- like, yeah, I think this is just common knowledge. It's gonna in Thursday Sarah night's episode. In Thursday night's episode, there's even kind of a scene, like a, a little bit of setting up for the next week, where Derek F is like, or sorry, Derek X is like, oh, am I the next backdoor target? Uh, yeah, it is. And Derek and Sarah Beth, she's the one signing her own fucking death warrant by backdooring one of the four free agents left in the house, like. 
But none a, of them a six know. to four. Yeah, like a, no, of course they don't. But like a six to four sort of split in terms of alliance, it's not, you know, the most. It's not the easiest thing to overcome. But if you're on the four and you're the HOH, you can make it four to five heading into next week. Yeah. Make it a little bit easier. But yeah, that's not going to happen. But here's, can I just say? She's going to be, she's going to evict one of the few people who could potentially team with her in the second half of the game. Sorry, continue. Yes. But it's so, it's a, tr- it's a point, but it's such a moot point because they just have no idea. They have no clue. That's what's no so, clue. yeah, that's, that's what's so weird. Cause I don't know. I feel like usually people have an idea. We're deep into the game. Everyone, yeah. everyone is a smart player yeah. this season, more so than every other season. Why are we getting this far into the game? And there's, and there's a clear power alliance that is controlling everything. And the other, the other people who aren't in it are just so, just not really aware of it. At They're all. It's, so, it's, it's a bit frustrating. I'm sure because I tried to put myself in their position, like an Alyssa's position or a Sarah Beth's, right? We're like, all I know is that I have my person, whether it's Kyland or Xavier. I have them. Everyone else doesn't talk game with me, really. So how am I supposed to know? I just know what my person tells me. Can't and you I just- trust them 100%. So what, what else can they go off of? Can't, I, shouldn't the assumption be when you're in the house, like the people who are not talking to you are aligned in not talking to you. The people who yes. are not getting nominated are aligned in making sure that they're, they themselves are never really nominated. Yeah, Derek F has been up. For the most part, these people aren't going up and it's just like, you have to look in the negative space to see the shape of it. And it's the yeah. shape of it is definitely there. So yeah, it's the shape of a delicious, fun cookout. And you're not oh. invited. Oh no! <laughs> but let me just say, if she does end up going this week, has there ever, ha, has there been a contestant in more recent history who had such fervor, such fandom, oh so much God. goodwill behind her? Who flopped so much as Claire? Yeah, I mean, even I, a huge, a huge Claire head. I, I'm running out of, I'm running out of juice here. I mean, Claire gave me nothing. Claire really gave me nothing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially when her feet were put to the fire, and she was just like, "Okay, I guess I <laughs> yeah. won't have feet anymore." <laughs> At least like, Sarah Beth, Sarah Beth gave me. Um, row, row, row your boat. Sarah she, Beth the gave steer me off. the stare off. Yeah. Um, Derek X gave me a lot. Alyssa, even I just like, I have a soft spot yeah. for Alyssa. Oh, I just yeah. like her. I, I, yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I really think Claire is like the, the least valuable player this year. Other than maybe Brent. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I gotta pull this up. Even Whitney? I mean, Travis, obviously. Well, yeah. I mean, Travis. Well, there, you know what's funny about Travis, though, is he's brought up continuously by Derek X as, like, his best friend and, like, the perfect man. <laughs> so I'm like, in in his absence, he's been deified, and it's kind of funny. So, that's funny. yes, that's better than Claire. That's funny. Whatever. Well, Let's, who cares? Should we get to some cues? Yeah. 
from E. Tulinator. How sad were you that we didn't get to hear Big G's note this week? Huge, huge development. I realized this as the episode was starting. Oh my God. You can't, you can't invoke anyone if I you're know. on the block. Sad. Very sad. And it's looking like it's possible that will happen again this week, which is just not right. Why doesn't anyone throw Az's ass up there? Huh? Give I don't us know. Derek I, that would be great. Room. I mean, we don't have Brittany anymore. I feel like Azza would be the next, like, for a complete emotional breakdown if she were <laughs> on the block. Well, you know what's funny about Azza, actually? We haven't talked about her that much this episode. Azza goes up to the HOH, and this is what I read on Twitter. I don't actually see this on feeds, but like, she goes up to every HOH and she says, I'm, I was actually going to come after you and your partner this week. <laughs> <laughs> and they, every HOH goes, Wow, Oz is really honest. I don't have to worry about her. I'm yeah. not nominating her. And they're like, yeah, now so just by the way, would you feel comfortable going up as a pawn at all? No. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like actually, maybe she's got she's playing 40 chess. Um when, what, I take back everything I said about Oz and not playing the game. She is. She walks up and she's just like, I'm not coming after you. Did you <laughs> dare think about fucking nominating me as a pawn? Yeah. And people are just she's like... She's playing the game we wanted to, people to play. She's yeah, the only one she's doing she's like it. John Wick. She comes in, she doesn't have to... She says like four words and everyone's like, all right. Yeah. And she serves great looks. You know, Julie should take notes. Uh, from Hell's Bales, can they just vote Derek F. out already? He'd have a great time just napping all, to, all the live long day in the jury house. First of all, thank you for saying all the live long day. <laughs> it's really a transformative phrase. Um, no, of course they're not going to do that. Hell, hell's bales. Come on now. What we need. Derek are- F is, I don't think a favorite to win the game, but I think a favorite to make it to at least final four. And I think a favorite for America's favorite. Like Ugh. I hate to break the news. Oh yeah, absolutely. I to think, a lot yeah. of you. This is something I noticed last week when everyone was shocked that Derek F and Brittany and who else? No one was was shocked. shocked. Everyone knew that Derek X was going to get a hundred, but like, of course these people got a hundred bucks. You guys, you come on. Like as a casual, I'm aware of what casuals like. And you know what we like? Big personalities, goofy DR. Mark Harmon, Pauly Peretti. (laughs) No one cares about strategy. Michael Weatherly. (laughs) No. (laughs) Bull on CBS. No one cares about subtle gameplay. No one cares about that shit. All anyone cares about is what makes it in the final episode. And those are the people who were voting. So, of course, I think he has a very strong path to winning America's Favorite. I hate to break it to you guys. So, I think there actually is a clear favorite to win America's Favorite, but I don't think that this person will be in the house long enough to remain in people's memory. Because I feel like you kind of have to make, like, final six to to win. Uh, Derek X. I think Derek X actually... I think he's strong too. Would be the like leading the leading right now to win. However, I don't think Derek X, we haven't even talked about like who's been nominated. And it's super weird because there's this roulette thing and all the nominations, no, whatever, who cares? <laughs> I I personally think Derek X is probably going home this week. Sorry, America. But yeah. if if maybe he lasted another two weeks, maybe he would win. But I, I just think at this point, I don't know if I don't know if he's gonna be in the game long enough to win that that award but we shall see 
And you know who will be? Derek F. Exactly. Finally, I think Derek F. Yeah. Another question uh, from Mike Meredith. Should Derek F. take his talents to Wayfair to sell couches? Everyone hates how Derek F. naps all day, all the live long day. Let me tell you, <laughs> he's napping his way to 25K, baby. He's going to e-vote his way. He's going to cook his way. I still like, I mean, we got a lot of Derek F. haters. I'm a fan. I still like him. He was so funny too. And going back to what you said about like America's favorites. So I was watching the one-on-ones on Thursday night um, after Sarah Beth had won HOH and I was watching her and Derek and they were talking about the competition and the money and, and all that stuff, the, the, the high roller room money. And she was kind of putting together and she was trying to make a decision. Cause she's like, I kind of think that this co- people are going to play this competition. The nominees are going to change. So I kind of have to set up, I have to set up some nominees that I very much expect to not be the actual nominees by the time next Thursday rolls around. Right. Um, and she was talking about all, she's like, who was kind of confirmed to get the 75 or a hundred and lots of people in the house, everyone who said they got 50, is like, I only got 50. And the people who got 75 or a hundred were being a lot more coy about it, you know, mm-hmm. and Sarah Beth had put together all the people who had got 50 and the only other person who was going around saying, oh, I got 50 was Derek F. <laughs> and she was talking about it with Derek F. And she's like, she's like, it's either, you know, Alyssa or Claire or and she was just saying all the people who got 50 or, you know, or you, it's like one of you guys is lying. And Derek F's like, you know, and he was just, you could see him like beads of dress of sweat uh, <laughs> dropping down his head and it's like of course he's got the hundred dollars <laughs> also like why would it that was another thing about this twist why did they all tell each other i would have said 50 i wouldn't care no matter what i got i would have said 50 everyone should be saying 50 why even say 70 just say 50 i, I don't get it <laughs> we're too anyway. old we're too old too old you guys, thank you so much for listening and sending in your questions. You can always send in questions and comments to Hey Julie BB on Twitter. You know, don't give us, don't send us comments or questions that are too deep about the feeds because we won't be probably watching these next couple weeks. We're casuals. Remember that. Someone sent us a picture of their laundry machine. It had a casual setting, and that is exactly what we are. We are casual. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> We will be back. We're not giving up entirely on the show the way a lot of people seem to be. There's only one more month left. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. We'll be okay. Um, So we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye, Julie. Bye, Julie. Get a new dress. (laughs) 